another privilege, Lord, to be in your presence, Lord, to gather together at your feet, Lord, where we humble ourselves, O oh God, under the mighty hand of the Holy Spirit, who is so glad and willing and ready to reveal the risen King to us and all the great things that you have brought us into so freely, the gifts of righteousness, the salvation that belongs to sons and daughters. Father, for your word says that you, you, you are so willing to give us keys of your kingdom. Oh, Lord, show us that which is true. Show us that which is real and deliver us from every lie. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bless you for your presence in our midst today. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Let me increase my volume a little bit. Uh, awesome. Can you all hear me very well? Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So today, we, we are literally completing our series on, on Akazo. And today, the message is practicing Anadea and Biazo. Practicing Anadea and Biazo. Everybody say with me, practicing Anadea and Biazo. And uh, yeah, so, so. what are these Greek words? Well, let's go on. Anadea, Anadea basically means shamelessness. And biazo means forcefully, forthcoming, coming forth, bursting forth. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, yeah. give me a scripture, please. Matthew chapter 11, verse 11 and 12. Oh, are you ready for what is coming? Oh, yes. I tell you, I tell you, you're about to hear some good news. Amen. <laughs> I tell you, the king is mighty and is upon his throne. <laughs> Father, we bless you. Thank you for your goodness. You know, let me try. I don't know if. Let me, let me try and get the mic. Hallelujah. I think I like this one. Yes. Uh -huh. Very good. Now it says, this is Matthew 11, verse 11. Blessed be the holy name, King Jesus. Thank you for your word coming forth in our midst today. It says, verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. <laughs> it says, verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Now, if you, if you, hear, if you hear something like this, I mean, what, what is basically being said is that besides Adam and Eve, who were not born of women, <laughs> and of course, yes, Besides Adam and Eve, who were not born of women, and Jesus himself, who, who did not originate from a man, even though he was born of a woman, his source was not from, you know, from man. It says that 
right from Abraham, Moses, Isaiah, Elijah, Elisha, uh, Jeremiah. I mean, all Joshua name, everybody says among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. <laughs> I mean, only Jesus can say such a thing. I mean, only God can say such a thing. I mean, if he didn't say it, it would have been very, very difficult for everybody, for anybody to receive it. I mean, if if Paul had said this, we would have struggled with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is Jesus himself speaking. <laughs> and I, I, I believe, I believe it was pertaining to pertaining to the the singleness of mind, the 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 the, the purposefulness or the tenacity of purpose that a man who lived in an era where Jesus Jesus is not really functioning, he's not really operating. Are you with me? Yeah. Because he's, he was the forerunner. So he, he lived in an era where you would say that man was still fully in bondage to sin, as in the kingdom of heaven has still not come yet. Are you with me? Yes. Are, you, are, you, are you with me? Yes. Yeah, the kingdom of heaven has still... Remember, the Bible says that Jesus, he has translated... Of, no, it says he has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness, right? Yes. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. This is what Jesus came to do. Now, this is one who was born in an era before that kingdom was to be released. Therefore, he, he as it were, he belongs to the old order. Does that make sense? Yeah. Ah, and he's saying that among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Then he says, notwithstanding, notwithstanding or nevertheless he that is least in the kingdom of heaven he that is least in the kingdom of heaven he that is least in the kingdom that i am bringing or that i have brought is greater than the greatest of all women of, of all prophets or men of god born of a woman. Wow. Wow. I mean, I mean it, it, it's very, very mind-boggling. Notwithstanding, he that is least, he that is put in the sun. That's what he's saying. Because the sun is the one who brought the kingdom. True or false? True. He's saying that the kingdom of God is within you, it's in your midst. Ah, why? Because he's the one who has brought it. John was was sent to be the forerunner to, to, to prepare the way. To 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 as it were highlight is coming. Are you with me? Yeah. 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 And he says that the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater. Wow. It's like it's like it's like in the kingdom of heaven there is there is there is no gifting. There is no qualification. There is nothing. You, once you enter into it, you are so great and greater than even the greatest of those who functioned and up 
operated before this kingdom came into being. Man, isn't this good news? Yes. Please, this is the assessment of, of, of God. It's not your assessment. I mean, not in your wildest dream would you have such a, such a thought. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. Then, then go to the next verse. Go to the next verse. Then it says, and, and, from the days of John the Baptist, from the days of John the Baptist until now, now he's saying something. From the day that John the Baptist stepped into his ministry, from the day that John the Baptist began to announce the coming of me, from that day until, as I'm speaking right now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. I'm going to explain to you a little bit, you know, what this means. <laughs> kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Now, I want us to read this in the Passion Translation. You're going to see something that is a little bit easier to understand. Wow. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. Something nice is about to burst forth inside you and liberate you. Give it to me in the Passion, please. Both 11 and 12. Let's read both 11 and 12. We're going to read scriptures today. I will let scriptures communicate to us. For I tell you the truth. Throughout history, there has never been a man who surpasses John the baptizer. <laughs> Yet, the least of those who now experience heaven's kingdom, heaven's kingdom realm, will become even greater than he, the uh. baptizer. Next verse. Next verse. <laughs> From the moment John stepped onto the scene until now, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. <laughs> it says, from the moment John stepped into the scene until now, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. And passionate people have taken hold of its power. Yeah, no, yeah. See, what does this mean? You know, as we were praying, see, in the morning, in the morning, I was... No, I was actually up around one o'clock and I was just there reading the stuff and all that and something and I was just getting some understanding but as we were just worshipping it just, it, just, it just dawned on me exactly what the example is <laughs> wow I tell you it is very interesting you know it says the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. The realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. And passionate people, those who are uh, uh, possessed and obsessed with what is bursting and staring forth inside them, they take hold of his power. What does this mean? What does this mean? The very typical example. It's an expectant mother. Please give me my people. The, the, the most typical example is an expectant mother. Do you know? Do you know? I mean, I'm not a woman, but I can. I, I believe I can. I, I, at least I can understand a bit of science. So, even though I cannot really bring it forward, but but pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. He's saying it's like a mother. I mean, a woman who is pregnant and now, you know, nine months, she's in her ninth month. 
Do you realize that there comes a time there is such a hormonal release in her system that there is such a great disturbance inside her? There is a great disturbance inside her. Something, she wants to sit, she can't sit. She wants to stand, she can't stand. She wants to lie down, she can't lie down. She's so agitated. Why? Because something inside her is bursting forth. Yeah. Something inside her is bursting forth. And she is the one who now receives the strength to begin to push it and say, let it out. Why? Because no human being can keep that disturbance inside her. Mm. No human being. Yeah. It is this thing that Jesus is talking about. Wow. You think that I, I, I'm so tired. I want to lie down. She lies down, she gets up. She stands up, she, she, she lies down, she stands up, she says, get up. She gets up. Says, ah, what is it? And this is, this is the only reason why. This is the only reason why. You see, this is the only reason why she's able to bear everything unashamedly. It's not because she's loose. No. I said, it's not because she's loose. That's not the issue at all. It's because that which is bursting forth inside him and wanting to come forth. She can't contain it. It must, it must be released. And she doesn't care who is there, who is not there. That's Anadea. Shamelessness. Shamelessness. And the strength to push. A woman who's not pregnant can't push. She, she doesn't have it, can't have it, can never conjure it, can never imagine how it is. Two of us, please, those, who, are, those of you who, who have had children. <laughs> who can understand and relate to it? <laughs> As strength comes, that she's able to, uh, what is it? There was a word that we were using. There's a word that we, like, that we used to use. Is it Kenwa? I've forgotten. Kenwa. <laughs> what is it? What does that mean? I don't remember, but, <laughs> but, but it is a strength and a power, an ability that, Kenwa. 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 Yes. Kenwa. It's like a uh, try harder or pray harder. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do something harder. But that edge, that enablement, that ability, it comes by the release of the hormones in her, in, inside her, that she, she will not let go, and she will not, she will not, she will not relent, she will not give up until that thing is let out, and then she can lay hold of the treasure mm. that has, that, that began inside her, and has been inside her, all preparations were geared towards this child, listen no. All, all, all her mind, she wakes up thinking about the child. She goes to bed, she sleeps in a way thinking about the child. She eats. She is willing to take injections called vaccines, which she would otherwise would never have taken. Someone like my wife would not take a vaccine, would not take all, all the drink milk. What, what do you mean you have to drink milk? Taking something to build your castle. What do you mean by that? No, 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 to that thing. Why? But it's the only because of a child. I want to tell you something, please pay attention. So, so the person is willing to subject herself to all kinds of things, all kinds of examinations and all kinds of things by strange people too, hey, unashamedly. 
as if she, as, as, it's the same woman you married. Of course, it's the same woman. Something has happened to her. Are you with me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also like, like, like a bride who is readying herself for her wedding day. Nothing is spared to possess the glory of her day. You can easily become an enemy if you don't fall in line. True or false? Is it true or false? True. Yeah. Yeah. So now, in this Matthew that we just read, the master is saying that John the baptizer is greater than all these people. He's greater than Abraham, Moses, Joseph, they, all the people. But there is something happening. There's something coming forth. It's bursting forth. And anyone who begins to feel the agitation inside him or her, anyone who begins to feel that stirring up inside him or her, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. <laughs> it's not going to stop. And the power to let it out is also now abundant. And if you don't, if you don't, you know, this morning as I was there, it occurred to me, it occurred to me that there is, there is a disturbance it is about to reach its height. The disturbance that is inside you, it is the Holy Spirit who is doing it. You will find out that you are not going to be satisfied by anything. Now, if you continue to ignore it, your behavior will become so erratic. It's not because you are mad. It's not because you are sick in in you know in your thinking processing it's not because you you have become uh, another human being but the disturbance is there the disturbance is there and as you as as you continually fight and resist that disturbance your husband will look at you and say ah don't mind him uh, 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 uh don't mind her i don't know whatever has come over here the, the wife will also look at him and say don't mind him i i don't know what has come over him now, please pay attention to what I'm saying. For some, for some, it will cause you to begin to pursue something that you think will bring a quietening. Are you, are, are you with me? Yes. A quiet is like, it's like, I'll pursue this. See, and, and, and this is what the enemy also uses. If you do not respond to the agitation that has already been stirred up inside of you, He's going to cause you to now begin to launch at the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes of the pride of life. So what, is, what are these things? It's basically the gratification of your flesh, number one. Two, the gratification of the allurement of the things that are of the world. And number three, seeking, seeking for, 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 for significance and importance in the sight of men. That's the pride of life. You, if... Because that thing is there. And it is the work of the spirit. It is your spirit now contending with your flesh. And one or the other will win. 
one or the other will win. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Now, now, please, it's very, very important that you understand. Pay attention properly. Pay attention. Pay attention. Jesus says, notwithstanding, he that lays hold or he that is brought into the kingdom is greater than the greatest of all men born of women. Now, it is no wonder that the master likens the kingdom of God to some few things. Let's read those few things. I, I, I need you to see. I need you to see something because once you see it, once you see it and it begins to work inside you and finds its place, you will find out that now shame, that which men call shame, you look at it and you will laugh. I, I, I get what I'm saying. Yes. You, you will look at you will look at so many other things and it will have zero effect on you. Let's let's read some scriptures. Now this is a master speaking. This is Jesus himself speaking. Look at Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13, verse 44. He is he's about to liken that thing which is coming to bring men into. Such greatness, such greatness, such, such ability to exist and live in such liberty, in such, oh, in such peace and wisdom and begin to rule over things in a way that no man could do it. But look at what he's saying. Look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. Matthew chapter 13, because... The reason, why, the reason why we are so afraid and shameful and, and we don't have the strength to go forth and break out and, and, and begin to even arrest. And you think about it. The child who is in the womb, what power does he have to come forth by himself? Mm. Zero. It is the same mm. as in the world. Until, until the sons and the daughters of the father purchased by blood and brought into the, uh, into the covenant that 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 brought into the inheritance of the son until we begin to identify and realize that that what has been buried inside us and 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 how powerful it is we're not able to go and snatch out the people who are perishing we can't are you are you getting what i'm saying yes well, those who are perishing it's like a baby who is in the womb he has come to fullness he has come to fullness. He's ready. But can he push himself out? No. He can't. That's what he says. That don't say that uh, 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 there will be four, five months or yeah, this, this is before. No, 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 no. It's now. The harvest is here. It's ready. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but those who are in the light have not yet been reconciled to the reality of the power that is resident in us and and what is it so look at this it's again the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field the which when a man has found he hideth and for joy thereof he goes and sells how many things oh, yeah. all that he has he goes and sells all that so he finds he identifies the 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 the, the treasure the pearl when he finds it he hides it 
I don't know how he's able to hide it. But it looks like he doesn't even talk about it. <laughs> you put it in lay away. <laughs> <laughs> he hid it. He hid it. And then he goes and for the joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Hallelujah. Give it to me in the Passion. I want, to, I want us to read in the Passion. We read in the Passion and we read another scripture in the Passion. Look at it. It says, The Passion. Heaven's kingdom realm can be illustrated like this. A person discovered that there was hidden treasure in the field. Upon finding it, he hid it again. Because of uncovering such treasure, he was overjoyed and sold all that he possessed to buy the entire field just so he could have the treasure. He spares nothing. He spares nothing. He's, he's willing to sell everything that he has or he owns. Why? Because he has found the treasure. And that is enough for his life. That. And so he gives himself to it. The church is not there. The church is not there because we don't know what we have. We don't know the treasure which the son has brought forth. We don't know it. Now, go to, go to, go to verse 45. In the passion, still in the passion. Heaven's kingdom realm is also like a jewel merchant in search of rare pearls. A jewel merchant in search of rare pearls. How many of you think that when a person is called a jewel merchant and is in search of very rare pearls, if he's a merchant, then he must have rare pearls already. True or false? True. True. And now, he's, but that's his business. So he's searching for rare, more. Next verse. Then he says, when he discovered one very precious and exquisite pearl, he immediately gave up all he had. You see it? Yes. Whatever he had is such a rare pearl already because that's what he deals in. He must be a rich folk, right? Yeah. Yes. But he has found this one and he immediately goes and sells all that he had in exchange. For this one. Wow. 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 And this is this is why the 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 the, the expectant woman, that's what she does. That's what she does. That's what it does. She's willing to just do any and everything. Because the agitation inside her is just too much. Nothing matters except this one. Now, 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 let's see, let's see the father's heart in this kingdom coming by his son. Let's, can, are you ready to see the father's heart in this? Yes. Are you ready to see the father's involvement in this? Yes. Please pay attention. I, 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 I don't, I'm not sure if um, Chris has the passion in Isaiah. Chris, do you have the passion in Isaiah? I have it here, if you don't have it. But I wish we could all see it. I have it. 
You don't have it. Okay, let me read it to you. Give it to me in the in the in the King James. I'll read it to you in the Passion. It says, it says Isaiah 53, verse 10. Isaiah 53, verse 10. It says, even though it's pleased, it's pleased Yahweh to crush him with grief. Pay attention, no. It's pleased the father to crush the son with grief. It says he will be restored to favor. It says it pleased the Lord to bruise the son. He has put him to grief. Why? When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. It's pleased the father to bruise him. It's pleased the father to crush the son. It's pleased him to put him to grief. When he made his soul an offering for sin. Then it goes on. He shall see his seed. He shall see his seed. Then it says he shall prolong his days. Oh, you have gone, you have gone to verse 11. Uh-huh. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. What does this mean? Let me just read it to you in the fashion. Are you paying attention? Yes. It says, give me my paper, please. He says, after his soul becomes a guilt offering, he will gaze upon his many offspring. Pay attention. After his soul becomes a guilt offering, he will gaze upon his many offspring and prolong his days. What does it mean? He's going to prolong the days of his son through the offsprings who has been brought into glory. Do you see it? He will yeah. see his seed and say that he shall prolong his days. How do you prolong the days of the seed? Is it not because out of the seed, which is the son, he is going to bring forth sons into glory. And now he is going to prolong the life of the son through the sons. What is you and me? That's why it pleased the father to bruise him, to crush him. Why? Because he looked at the seed and said, you're going to bring forth seeds. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it does it does what it abides alone. But if it dies, to bring forth much fruit, and this was in reference to the son. He's bringing many into glory, into the kingdom. Because of this, the father looked at the son and looked at the crushing, and he turned his eyes. It's okay. Let him be crushed. It's okay. The price has to be paid. It's okay. Let the wounding be gone. Let it go. Let, let it finish. Let it be carried through. Let it finish its course. The spitting upon the sun. Let it go forth. The rejection by his own family and by the people that he worked with who saw his works. They all run away. Let, let, let it go. Let it go. Discouraging, the wounding, everything. But he was made a curse. The mockery. Then it pleased him. Why? He saw you. 
He was thinking about you. True or false? True. Please don't forget the mother goes through the shame only because of the son or the daughter that she's bringing forth. The mother is willing to take every kind of fascination and food and examination and test upon test and visitations here and there only because of the son or the daughter that is coming forth. He's willing to. This is a woman who has never been to a checkup. Never go. She shall never go. But because of this child that is coming forth, she is willing to subject herself to all kinds of people. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. yeah. For the joy. For the joy. He says. He says. And through him, and through him, the father's deepest desires will be fully accomplished. Through him. Through being made a sin offering, the father's deepest desires will be fully accomplished. Did he go through this for himself? No. Was he not in the very presence of the father to begin with? Yes. Has he not always been a king? Yes. Has he not always been the heir of his father's throne? Yes. Has he not always been righteous? Yes. yes. Has he not always been blessed? Mm -hmm. yes. So why was he made a curse? Why was he rejected not only by humanity, but the father also, but by the father also? Is it not because of you and for me? See, this is what makes the merchant man who identifies the pearly pearl. <laughs> he goes and he sells everything. He says, I'm going to buy this one thing. This one is enough. It's the same thing. Why? Because the kingdom is coming forth. It's bursting forth. It's bursting forth. And those who are agitated enough they take it, they take hold of its power. They possess it. Now, 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 that's the father. What about if we see the son's eagerness and willingness? Do you want to see that? Yes. Because yes. it's one thing, it's one thing, it's one thing for, for, for your father to tell you something. It's another for the son to also, or the daughter to also to be so willing to do it, true or false. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you, let me ask you, all of you, when your father has given you instructions or your mother has given you instructions, do you, is it all instructions that you gladly carry, carry them out? No. No, in fact, there are, there are, there are very, very few of them that, in mm -hmm. fact, probably it's been zero. <laughs> go and brush your teeth. Go and do your, uh, your bedroom. Go and uh, uh, clean the, the, the kitchen. Go and, they're all chores. There are things that you would not naturally want to do. Go here. Go to this school. Like I told my daughter, go to this school. <laughs> it wasn't easy for her. <laughs> I said, you, you, you will go to, you go here. You go, you know, go there. You go here. Hey! Bargain is what? How to bargain? <laughs> <laughs> hey, true or false, my daughter? <laughs> yeah. Because her friends, and this, 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 this. I said, hey. You're not your friends. <laughs> hey! But she did it. Only because the father was speaking. That was all. That was the only reason why she did it. It's not because she loved it. Anyway, so now, so let's talk about the son. The son. 
What was the son's involvement and what was his demeanor? Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Give it to me in the passion. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. You know, the B part is my emphasis, but let's look at, let's look at the whole thing. Let's look at the whole thing. Hebrews 12, verse 2, please. The passion, quickly. Now, what I'm sharing with you, please pay attention, and, and because I'm painting a picture. It says, we look away from the natural realm, and we fasten our gaze unto Jesus. We look away from the natural realm, and we fasten our gaze unto Jesus, the one who birthed faith within us. The one who birthed faith is initiated by the Son. And if the, the son came to accomplish what the, the father sent him to do, then I want to tell you that faith has already been birthed inside you. And say, so we look away from the natural realm. Of course, it's a contention. Everything wants to tell you that it's a fast, it's a lie. Say, so we look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze unto Jesus, who birthed faith within us. And who leads us forward into faith perfection. That's what it means, the, 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 the author or the initiator of our faith and the one who brings our faith to perfection. See, that is why you must have patience with anybody who is struggling in the faith. Why? Because the father who birthed it inside him or her is the father who is going to bring it to perfection. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. You don't write anybody off. You don't write anybody off. For he who began a good work is faithful. Your prayer for the person is that he doesn't work out. Eh, he's this. Eh, she's this. Eh, that's not. Hey, are you the one who is bringing her faith to perfection? <laughs> and do you have a part to play? If you do, they pray. There's oh no man but to love. That's all he says. So he says, the one who birthed faith within us and the one who leads us forward uh, into faith perfection, his example is this. Now look at this example. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you, me, will become his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered his humiliation or the shame the shame that is associated with dying on the cross. It says that he endured the pain, the agony, the suffering of the cross. And he conquered his humiliation. He looked at it and said, it's nothing compared to the joy of seeing him, her, that one, this one, this one, in that state, in that country, in that village, in that place, living in the heart, in that one, the one who was born under a tree, the one who was born and placed somewhere, the one who a stranger passed by and saw her and said, I like you. I will take you home. Your mother didn't like you. Your mother rejected you. But I, 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 I passed here not by accident. So if I have seen you, I will take you home. And whatever you become, the glory to be to the Father. I don't even know how I'm going to uh, 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 feed you. Uh, because I, I have five children of my own. But I'm going to add you. What about we eat? You eat some. Uh, is it because you, you may not have money, uh, much protein. But don't worry. The, the keeper will keep you. Hey! That's why you are alive. That's why you are alive. And don't keep referring to your past. Don't. Because that which has taken you, the father said no. 
Have respect. Have respect. He says, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you will be his. Why? Because we were not his. All of us were children of wrath. Your father, your mother, your father, father, your mother, mother, your everybody. We could not also come out of being the devil's sons and daughters. We couldn't. He had to come and do that. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you will become his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered his humiliation. And now he sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Why? When do you sit down? When does the priest sit down? After his work is fully executed. The priest in the days of Moses right down until Jesus came, nobody could sit. Because they knew that we are killing this animal this year. Oh, next year we will kill. The following year we will kill. So train your child because it's going to be a killer of lambs. Why? Because man will not stop sinning. Why? Because sin is their nature. Sin is my nature, the priest's nature, and the priest, the sheep of the priest. <laughs> so he performed sacrifice for himself and for his people. Until this one came on the scene. The high priest himself. And he performed one sacrifice. When he was finished, he sat down. Bible says he's exalted. He sits exalted. You must please have respect for what he has brought forth. Listen to me something. Let me tell you something. To have faith in God is to have faith in what he has brought forth by the resurrection. I'll explain that to you maybe if, you get a, if I get a chance. To have faith in God is to have faith in what he has brought forth. They, as you keep going back, to what was, instead of what is, the enemy will rule you to death. Look, so, so now, the father, the father, it pleased the father to crush his son. The son, he endured the agony of the cross, the suffering of the cross, and the humiliation, the shame. That is why see, he cast off the pain. He cast off the shame, just like the pregnant expectant mother does. The pain. Ah, yeah, ah, yeah. Who is here? I don't care who is here. Pain and shame. Why? The joy of seeing this boy, of seeing this girl. That is why no matter what this child, no matter what this child becomes, the mother never cast him or her out. You will wonder, why does my mother not give up on this stubborn boy? You, you don't understand. You don't understand. You will never understand. That is why Moses killed. But God arrested him and said, you're going to write the first five books of the Bible. The killer wow. wrote the first five books. And he was, and, and look, the guy did not offend him. The guy did nothing against him. So there was no justification for killing him. True or false? True. You can't say that, hey, he did this to me. And that's why I killed him. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, did, they do, did they even insult you? No. no. You just saw him. He said that I called these people my brothers, and this guy is harassing them. I'm going to kill him. Hey, who made you? That's what they told him. Who made you an overseer? <laughs> who made you our keeper? <laughs> are, are you with me? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paul, the same thing. The Amedra, the Apostle Paul. 
he has such a passion for God. He didn't know that he was so off course. He said, what are these people who are talking about somebody who died? And by the authority of his death and resurrection, we can enter into peace, righteousness with God. You are a fool. You are a fool. I'm going to hey, give me authorization. I'm going to kill all these people. He got it. Stephen was the first culprit. Forgive. Hey, he, was, he, he, he was there taking their jackets. Go and throw the stones. Throw the stones. God did not give up on him because he knew that his passion was on the wrong, the wrong way. His zeal was on the wrong way. He just had to be arrested. That's all. And he did it. And when he arrested him, that thing inside him, it turned. And he, could, he became, I give up belief, the greatest. Why? Because the one who has been shown great mercy and love loves the most. That's what it is. He understood, he understood mercy and grace to the higher grace. He understood it to the highest level. Now, now we have seen the father's involvement. We have seen the son's involvement. What about you and me? So what do we, the pearly treasures do? What do we do? Look at this same Hebrews. Look at verse one. Look at verse one. Look at verse one. Now remember Hebrews 12. Is coming off or, or, or is feeding off from Hebrews 1, true, I mean, from Hebrews 11, true or false? True. Yes, Hebrews 12 is coming after Hebrews 11, true or false? True. Very good. Now, maybe, maybe we should just read, read, read it in King James first so that you can read it in the passion and you can bring out the meaning. Let's read it in King James first. Let's read it in King James first. And then we read it in the passion. It says, wherefore, wherefore, what does wherefore mean? Mm -hmm. What does wherefore mean, please? He is making a reference to something that he has written before, right? Yes. So he's making a reference to whatever has been written in Hebrews 11. And we know Hebrews 11 talks about the men of faith. How, how, yes. how they, 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 they endured so many things, still not even like Abraham. I mean, what will make you become so convinced that the voice which you are hearing telling you to leave your household, that the only, the only, the only, the only place on earth where architecture was at its height, where there were formidable, I mean, houses that you can dwell in, not tents. No, 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 no. He was from a rich family. And then a voice tells you, come out. Where are we going? I will show you. What? And you have to go and tell your wife this thing and expect your wife to follow you. That, that you, you hear a voice, that boy is telling you to go somewhere and where we don't even know. Who is this who talks to you and doesn't, doesn't even, it doesn't make sense. But he was fully convinced. He was fully. Sarah, I mean, you have lived, you have lived all your years. You have gone past the time where, first of all, you are barren. You have been declared barren. Now you have reached a stage where even if you, were, you are fertile, you can't have a child anymore because you have passed. You have, not only are you barren, but you've also passed the age. And then, and then somebody come and tell you that uh, you're going to have a child. No wonder she laughed. <laughs> because it was laughable. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it true or false? True. 
It's like, <laughs> I am past that age, please. It's okay. I've come to accept my lot. I have come to accept my lot. That's why she was laughing. That it was not given to me to have this uh, blessing. It's okay with me. That's why she laughed. Are you laughing? <laughs> no, I, I didn't laugh. <laughs> I was lying as well. Hey! <laughs> and God was not angry <laughs> because he knows why he, he, he knows what we struggle with yeah he, he understands where all this came from it came from Eve it came from Adam no when, when you are discovered you also lie that's how we are <laughs> oh yeah 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 isn't that what Adam did mm-hmm. did you eat it it was it, it, it was a woman whom you gave me hey did you eat hey. it or not it's a, simple, it's a simple question. <laughs> but to answer, oh, no, no, no. Why? Because the fallen nature must cover. No. The fallen nature must always cover. That's why when you find somebody, are you sleeping? Oh, no, I'm not sleeping. No, you are sleeping. Hey, a Christian in the church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A is happening. <laughs> are you sleeping? No, I'm not sleeping. But you are... <laughs> you are snoring, right? <laughs> the first instinct, the first is to defend. Hey, what kind of people are this? Uh... You are in church, you are, you are not in, uh, in, in a lecture somewhere. <laughs> you are in church. Hey! Anyway. So, it says, Wherefore, in reference to what has, I've just listed, even some people were offered, if you would just, if you would just accept this, we will spare your life. He said, no, 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 kill me, kill me now. Because I know whom I believe is a voice is enough for me. Hey, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, he says, Let us lay aside every weight. Let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Now, this scripture, when you read it like this, you don't, you don't really see it, but let's read it in the passion. It will bring out some meaning. Please give him the passion. It says, the passion, please. The same scripture in the passion. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound. We must let go of every wound. These are people who, listen, look at, Look at, look at Abel. Look at Noah. Look at all these people. Look at how many years had to pass. One of the reasons why John the Baptist, one of the reasons why John the Baptist was so disturbed that he sent disciples to go and ask Jesus, are you the one? Are you the one? Because I know I heard. Mm-hmm. I know what I heard. I know what I saw when you were being baptized. I know I saw it, but... Why? I thought you would bring, because Bible says that his winnowing fork shall be in his hand, meaning that he's about to execute judgment. Are you with me? Yeah. So that even if they have caught me and put me in jail, oh, I know I'll be the only one day. Why? Because the Messiah has come. So, so you, you are moving around preaching, doing good works. I thought this was also a part of it because I heard it. So what is happening? He was struggling. He was, he was forced to contend with what he heard and what he saw. 
Then Jesus tells him, the poor, the lame, this, 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 the gospel of is being preached. This, this, this. What is yet to be done is the judgment that is reserved for a later time. But he, he even though he heard it, he thought that, and that's why most prophets, that's why most prophets struggle. They hear, but God doesn't tell him how. Mm. And so they, 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 they released it and people say, oh, uh, false prophet. No, 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 no. That is with God. God just gave you a glimpse of it. Now, how have you, why have you taken it as if now you know the timing as well? I mean, just God give you a glimpse. It's just a tiny, what shall be? Look at what, 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 what John, the, John, John the Beloved wrote in the in Revelation. It's still unfolding. True or false? True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at how many years has passed. Yeah. Have you want is there a false prophet? No. No. This is why you must, you must, you must, you must be careful when you begin to just pass. Uh, no, please. They are all human beings who are struggling. They are hearing, but then, you know, it's not simple. You thought that it should be this way because whenever you hear or you see, you you are thinking that ah, I'm wild. God has shown me this, and I know that's how it's gonna be. No, 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 no. You, why are you interpreting that as if you understand the, the interpretation? God just gave you a glimpse. Anyway, what is by the way? But let me just, let's go. It says, it says, so we must let go of every wound. We must let go of every wound that has pierced us. A wound, any, anything, any insult, any assault, any rejection, anything that has been done against you is a wound. It has pierced you. If you do not let it go, as in, I know what the sun has brought forth and my my fixation is upon what the sun has brought forth. Even though this was done against me, but I know what has been brought forth is a treasure. A treasure that is for the joy that was set before him. How long will you begin to celebrate the joy that was set before him? You are the joy. Don't you know that you are the joy? Is the joy such, such a terrible mess? No! But you are so fixated on you, having no regard for what he has brought forth. It's called sin consciousness and self-consciousness. But the moment you begin to set your gaze on him and what it cost him and what he has brought forth, nobody's going to bring forth. No, because it's finished. He's just waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. The enemies that try to defy what he has brought forth. He's waiting to make every one of those enemies bow for your sake so that you will know that his work was really complete. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. The same sin that makes you struggle. <laughs> Is this promise true? Is that promise true? Is this promise? Can it be true? How can it be true? How can it be? The same, the same struggle, I believe, that John Baptizer struggled with. The same struggle that we all have. We, the, the promise of this, of this. Yeah, I wonder, is it true? Is it going to be? If I get a chance, I'm going to give you a scripture. It says, 
of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into, anything that occupies you, it has such a power over you, you have no idea. That's why we look upon him. When we see him, we become like him. Likewise, we look upon, you know, I, I used to watch movies when I was young and there was a guy, it is, it is Sean Connery, who was into, Sean, you remember Sean, Sean Connery? Mm-hmm. He was into into um, uh, what do you call ghostly ghostly movies? What what do you mean by what do you mean by that? Horror films, horror movies. When I saw him, a picture of him, I was afraid. I'm like ah, because all his behavior was horror horrific. <laughs> so so you see him and you you associate him with horror. Are you with me? Yeah. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. And your preoccupation with what the enemy has done brings you into his power it influences everything you do anyway that's just by the way says then we will be able to run then only then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination the same thing that comes upon the pregnant woman who is delivering then you'll be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has been already marked out before us. Hallelujah. Amen. The path has already been marked out. The race that is set before us. The path has already been marked out out for us. That is when verse 2 comes in. Verse 2 comes in. That says we have an example. We have a focus. We have something that can, that can capture our attention instead of... So we look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze unto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us. He has a work to do. The Holy Spirit has been sent to perfect it and he does not leave us nor forsake us. So our confidence should be in what the Holy Spirit is bringing forth, not what the enemy has done or is doing. Because his, heart was fo- because his heart was focused on the joy. This was his example of knowing that you will be his. Do you know how many years has passed since he died? Do you know how many men have not give, I mean, received him, but he has still not given up? Do you know how many people insult his work? But he endured the agony of the cross and conquered his humiliation. And now he sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God, waiting for all his enemies to be made his footstool. Now, I'm about to close. Are you being blessed by God's word today? Yes. Please give me, give me my, 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 my people. We are told. We are told in Romans 4.25 that Jesus, don't, don't go there, I'll just quote it. He was delivered up for our offenses. He was delivered up because of our offenses. Then it goes on and was raised again for our justification. Meaning that the reason why he raised from the dead is not because he hated, hated the grave. No, it's not because he didn't like hell. No, he was raised up so that father now could declare you and me as righteous sons and daughters whom he has qualified to be able to stand in his very presence and call father. And he says, yes, son, yes, daughter. What? The barriers have been removed. There is, there is nothing that now stands between you and Father. He has direct access. Holy Spirit has come to live inside you. Why? Because he has raised the son from the dead to declare you righteous, as holy as his son. 
That is why Jesus was raised up from the dead. So that God will have the authority, the right to declare you his son, his daughter, righteous, holy. Jesus now has become your life, your wisdom, everything. And I was saying that to have faith in God is to have faith in what he has brought forth through his son. We are what he has brought forth. Why? He said, what's that? Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. Meaning, when you are coming, when you come, you believe that he is. You are not going to find out, test him to see if he is. No, that is what the, the enemy did to Jesus. God has made a declaration. The enemy comes and says, if, if what he said is true, if you are the son, when he took him to the top of, I don't have time. No, I'm not going to. Because when he took him to the top of the hill and made him see the throne and the beauty and the glory thereof, he said, if you will worship, if you will, if you will serve, the, the, the word serve, because in Jesus' answer, he says, only God shall you worship and him shall you serve. The, the, the enemy said, if you worship, if you, if, no, the enemy said, if you worship me. Jesus is the one who made us understand that worship and serving is the same thing. What does, it, what does it mean? What does it mean? Anything that God is bringing you to, your works don't bring you into it. He brings you, he makes you. That is why the gift of righteousness is free. That is why Adam came on the scene when everything was there. Because he was not designed to be the, 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 the provider, his provider, his, 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 his preserver, his keeping. No, 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 no. That is the father's burden. So the enemy comes and says, if you will do this and you do it well, I will do this. That is the voice of the devil. It's not, it's not the voice of God. That if you do this, then God will do this for you. It's not the voice of God. Because he who comes to God must believe that he is the provider, the one who protects and preserves, the one who supplies wisdom. For that's why that when you when you are in need of wisdom, when you come, when you ask, believe that you have received it. If you are doubting, don't you ever expect that you will walk into my, my blessings? Why? 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 You are unstable in all your ways. You cannot trust me at my way. You will never receive anything from me. So let him ask in faith. Let him ask. Believe in that I'm asking he's providing. Hey. Let me tell you something. This is called humility. Humility is when you come, Father says this, say it is. Does it make sense? No. Can you see with your eyes if it's yes, if it's true? No, you can't see it. But Father has said it's enough. That's humility. That's humility. Let me just explain this to you and then we close. Moses, he sounded humble. He sounded humble when he told the Lord at the burning bush that he was not adequate for the great task to which the Lord had called him. This caused the Lord's anger to burn against him. This was not humility, but a terrible pride for Moses to say that his inadequacies, his inadequacies were greater 
than God's adequacy. That's what it means. That's what it means. You, my maker, you have not made me adequate enough to accomplish your purposes. So find somebody else. What happened? What happened? Now, is this not, is this, is, is this not what, what we do when we think we are not worthy or capable of doing something that he has called us to do? When Moses responded by valuing his inadequacy above God's power, the Lord responded in his anger by telling Moses, are you listening? Yes. The Lord responded by telling Moses to throw his staff on the ground. Remember? Remember? Yes. Now, in biblical symbolism, a staff often represents a calling or ministry. Which is what Moses was in fact casting to the ground in his false humility. When he did this, his staff turned into a serpent and the serpent chased him. The serpent chased him until he picked it up again. Perhaps the demons and troubles that we are, that are chasing us are really our own calling that we have cast off. Mm. So, if there is only one thing that we can do to stop these demons and the troubles, then we must pick up what God has called us to instead of rebuking the devil. <laughs> you rebuke, I will not stop. <clears throat> because what God says, he has made you and therefore he's going to bring you into, you say, yeah, but, I, but this is what they did to me. But this is what has happened to me. And look at what they are saying. And look at what nobody respects me. And look at... Well, the, 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 the demons will chase you. The troubles will chase you. Okay. The moment you pick it up, they stop. Yes. They stop. As soon as he picked up the, the, the stuff, the chasing stopped. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to rebuke any, any devil. Hey. hey! Is it good news to you or what? It is. Yes. That's why we sang that song. I am who you say I am. I, I am who you say that I am. <laughs> Does it make sense to me? I don't know how, how this makes sense to me, but I am it. <laughs> That's what a child does. That's what a child does. You don't, you don't explain things to your, your children. You just give them instructions and you expect them because you can't even make sense to them. True or false? True. Because your level of thinking and your level of thinking is so far apart. So all you do is instructions, 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 instructions. As they grow up, then they begin to, most of the things that I was told to do as a child, I didn't understand any of them. Until I grew up, I said, now I understand my daddy. That's all. Now I understand my daddy. I understand why. Because the bills have to be paid. Light. Turn them off. Don't waste this. Don't waste this. Don't waste this. Don't waste this. Now I'm, I'm like, ah, look at the soap. It's a tablet of soap so big. I mean, it's not finished. And we have another one there. Or a few, a few other ones there. What's the problem? <laughs> I mean, this light. Why are you? Is it? Is it? Why? I'm the one in the room. You are not even in here. I want light. <laughs> I say <laughs> I want a light. Though. Turn the light off. Off it goes. Case closed. Why? He's he's paying bills. Instructions. I grew up. I turn all lights off. <laughs> and I tell my children, do so. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Yeah. This humility. Jesus said that uh, the Lord says, if my people, listen, no, this is Second Chronicles 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. He's not expecting the world to humble themselves. He's expecting his people to bow down their stiff necks and receive that which he calls true. That's all. Then you come into reality. You know the result? He said, I will heal the land. I will heal the land. I will heal the land. The healing of our land depends on his children. It does not depend on the world who, don't, who, who, who are saying that they are, going to, they, are going to, they are going to preserve the world. Let's do everything we can to preserve the world. Ay, the land needs healing. That's what it needs. It does. Just like a crippled person needs healing in his legs to walk. Can, can the world do such a thing? You have been involved in an accident. Probably you were over speeding. Your legs, something has happened to you. It cannot be fixed. You need a miracle. We have brought such damage. Look at, look at the oil and everything that has been spilled. You will wonder that the water should be, the water should be dirty by now. But God, mm. he sends forth the snow. Refreshing. This, this. They said, they said by this year, uh, the, the, the temperature will be so hot. Then it becomes so cold. Then they are defied. They, they, then they have to change their reasoning. That's what's happening. But the land actually needs healing, and it's God who's going to bring it and execute it. He's just waiting for his sons, who are called by his name, to humble themselves. Pray. Seek him. Seek his face. That's all. That's all. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek his face. Three steps, I believe. I'm going to end here. And when we do this, the shame, the shame that binds us, to God. Then the forcefulness of bringing others into the light. Oh, we will hear their excuses. They don't know what you're talking about. You are so much in the dark. You don't know what you're talking about. And, and this is the word of God for you. Find out that they are coming. They are coming. Why? Because you have become so strong. Because you see, the Bible says, Jesus said that, I'm sorry, I mean not Jesus, but he spoke through uh, the prophet Isaiah. That darkness shall cover the earth and gross or deep darkness, the people. But the Lord, the light, the light will shine upon you. Your light will come forth and the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you. This is sure prophecy. How many of you have heard me talk about greater things to come and you have been saying this and you're wondering, this guy is always talking about greater things, you don't see anything yet. You see, listen, it's based on the prophetic word of God in Isaiah chapter 60. It is based on it. Mm-hmm. Is darkness coming? Of course, it's all around us. Yeah. I, I, look at it. I mean, the killings are, are at a higher, at another level. I mean, somebody gets killed, shot into a duffel bag. Hey, in New York, I'm like, oh, I mean, how's it possible? How come? You kill this woman, you chop him, you chop her, put her into a bag. Hey, I mean, what nerves you have? What comes upon you? It's a higher degree of darkness. It's all, it's all around us. But the one thing that we also know is that the light, the glory mm. of the Lord will arise upon us. Amen. We, may not, we may not be seeing it as in wanting to see the way we want to see it, but it's already begun. It's being Amen. stirred up. Hearts, hearts are yearning for, for, for the king. Hearts, I said hearts are yearning for the king. They are clusters of people. They are around. 
I pray you are part of it. I pray that you lift, you lift, lift up your hands and say, come, Lord Jesus, come. I pray that you will be among those in whom the spirit is beginning to stay inside you. And then, and then the kingdom of God that has already been set inside of you, you will take hold of it as it begins to burst forth. For the kingdom separate violence and the violence take it by force. Rise to your feet, please. Wow. You guys don't know how to clap for, for Jesus. <laughs> I have preached. <laughs> I've preached my heart out to you. I've poured out everything that has showed me. You don't even appreciate it. <laughs> that is no good. Wow. Clap for Jesus properly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you, we are, we are in greater times. We are in greater times. Open your eyes and see it. Don't be blind to what is true. Don't be blind to what is real. It's happening. It's happening. It's not going to be the same again. The glory of the Lord has risen upon us. The glory of the Lord has risen upon us. Yes. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Thank you that you are stirring within us. And your sons and daughters shall move forth, casting away the shame. Begin to walk in Anadea, shamelessness. We will deploy Biazo. We will forcefully take hold of that which you have purchased. And we will bring them into the light, just as you purposed, just as you decreed. Yes, we will look at them and see that you have not received the reward of your sacrifice. We will look at them and see what we would have been had it not been your redemption and your grace. For it was for this reason that you have allowed the, the ages to come to this stage. For that which is sown in man must, must fully come to its harvest. The seed of darkness must come to its height. And the seed of light must also come to its light. Then the king of glory will manifest his power just as you are about to do. We thank you. And then we thank you that we, you have sons and daughters who are now, who are now beginning to see and who are responding to the light and to the stirring up of your kingdom that's within us. We give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Say with me, I offer my life. I offer my life. A living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. I offer my members. I offer my members. My body. My body. A living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. For this is my reasonable service. For this is my reasonable service. Then I will be able to prove for myself. Then I will be able to prove for myself. That your will is good. That your will is good. It's acceptable. Acceptable and it's perfect, and it's perfect, and it brings me life, brings me life, and causes me to walk in the light. Causes me to walk in the light. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Wow. Well, we are blessed. Let's take our communion quickly, please. Reach out for your body.
Lift up your body and stay with me. Stay with me. This is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. I bless the body. I bless the body. As I eat the body. As I eat the body. I call to remembrance. I call to remembrance. The price my master paid. The price my master paid. As I eat the body. I show respect. Show respect. And glory. And glory. In that which my master has done. That my master has done. For this is my boast. For this is my boast. And shall forever be my boast. And shall forever be my boast. That by the authority of what he has paid for. That by the authority of of what he has paid for. I come. I come. And I stand. And I stand. The body of Jesus Christ. Body of Jesus Christ. Please eat the body. Now stay with me. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. I bless the blood of Jesus Christ. I bless the blood of Jesus Christ. And as I drink this blood, and as I drink this blood, I call to remembrance. I call to remembrance. The power. The power. The power. The power. Of the life of God. Of the life of God. And what it's able to accomplish. And what is able to accomplish. And what it has already accomplished. And what it has already accomplished. This blood. This blood. Has not only purged me of my sins. Has not only purged me of my sins. But if there be any sin which I may commit. But if there be any sin that I may commit. This blood. This blood. It keeps washing. It keeps washing. And it keeps presenting me. And it keeps presenting me. Holy. Holy. And unblameable. And unblameable. And unreprovable. Unreprovable. In the sight of my father. In the sight of my father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Please drink the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you.